Overall podcast time. Last day of June 2022. Thursday evening, June 30th. The bros back at it. Todd is in Studio C. I, of course, here in Studio A. And, uh, you know, Todd and I were just discussing, and this is the topic to kick the show off. How do you floss? And no, we're not talking about the dance move. Or your How much dental floss? Or, or yeah, or floss up your butthole. Butt crack, not butthole. Butt crack. Um, how much Jesus, floss do you pull off? Butthole, huh? <laughs> well, I, I've seen some thongs that go right up at me. Um, I apologize. How My much... chair is a little squeaky. So Your chair is very squeaky. It's going to be the third, the third mic tonight. Yeah, so you think it's Todd's stomach growling, which also could very well be in play. Um, it is a possibility. But more than likely, it's a leather chair that Todd's sitting on. How much dental floss do you pull off? Todd and I, not surprisingly, and I'll get more of that in a minute as to why it's not surprising, have very opposing views on this topic. Because you're a cheap motherfucker. That's part of it. That's part of it. I use dental as floss? Todd got. I don't know. That's how cheap I am. I get it when I go to the dentist. I get it for free when I leave every time. And I have that last me until the next time I go to the dentist. (laughs) So I pull off on average somewhere between a, between a three and four inch long piece of dental floss. You grab thumb and forefinger on one end, thumb and forefinger on the other, and you work it in between. Now, when I watch my dental hygienist do this, they fucking pull it out like they're pulling, I don't even know, a comparison. They're, they're trying to pull fishing line out of, a, out of a, a rod or something. I don't know. They pull forever, and then they wind it up on their index fingers, and then they get in there. And what happens invariably, I'm sure for you as well, Todd, it's, it's like a horror movie in there when they're done. Blood everywhere. Because they're up there, they're pushing, they're digging in my gums, they're sawing away at raw flesh. And so I said, I'm going to do the opposite of that so that I don't have to go through those sorts of pains. You don't bleed at all? Because I floss pretty regularly. How often do you floss? How often? Five times a week? Yeah, at least. Is it always after a certain meal or just when you feel uh, the urge? Uh, pretty much when I feel the urge, but I got a crown, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago and they like, congratulations, your highness fucked up the spacing between my teeth. So like it's called Uh, a contact, the space and it's too big. So I get food stuck in there all the time. It drives me insane. So I floss it out always. So it's typically brought on, it's typically brought on by one particular gap between your teeth is what you're saying typically yeah but then then i notice it more in other teeth if there's a I feel like there's anything stuck in there uh i see that's a shame it's a real shame so how much floss do you pull off todd i i just gave my my stats there three to four inches 18 inches minimum 18 inches minimum to be fully transparent todd showed me on the essentially zoom call we're on he said do you see my hand he was holding it out like you would a fish saying i caught a fish this big and he said do you see my hands 
And I truthfully said, no, I don't, because they were out of frame, and he was leaning back. So Todd measures from his nostril to his penis. That's how long a piece of dental floss he needs. <laughs> and uh, go from there. I assume you also wrap it around your index fingers? Yeah, you wrap it yeah, around your fingers. Yeah, show me the no one listening can, can see this, but let me just I'm see. I'm trying to show you how long it is. I wrap it around my fingers, wind it down, and then you have your 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 Scott length for flossing, and then you roll with one finger, and you move along so you get fresh floss for each. So wait a minute. Contact. So your initial roll on one of the hands is very heavy. On the other is more like a, a secured back end. And then as you go... Are you shifting it with both fingers, like unrolling yeah, one end and I rolling shift the other? I from one side to the other. Okay. I may not use the whole length, but I'd rather have more than less because it's fucking dental floss. It's not that big a deal. I don't need to cut. I just hold it like a fucking baby doll dress in between my index and thumb, index finger and thumb. And that's a very. Like that's that. actually a very good. I mean, I would hold it with more emphasis than a baby doll dress but that's actually a good way for people to picture how i floss with the thumb and forefinger on one side and the thumb and forefinger on the other like Like holding the shoulders imitating a tiny crab yes yes yeah pincers there you go that's exactly what it is and it's very effective like a psycho and i've done it for years and i love it um now i said i'd allude to it later so let me do that now the reason that this is not surprise anyone is because todd has a way of it's not that I'm cheap. You I mean, I am, but it's not that I'm cheap. But Todd has a way of just wasting things and not caring. So I'm not. I'm so not being, it's fucking dental floss. I'm not being wasteful. I'm being. Let me the let me ask you this: recommended amount when you go to the hygienist. How, how big? <laughs> keep this in context. How big of a package do you have <laughs> of dental floss? <laughs> like, how, is it is it one of we those little square Costco, ones that you remember so from? You buy it at Costco, so you get it by the, by the fathom. You get, you get we get <laughs> typically the dental tape, but we get you know okay eight or twelve of those little cubes. I mean, they're not cubes, but rectangular solids. Now, what's the dental tape? That's the thin, kind of slender. Yeah, yeah. It's not that's the not waxy my favorite, string, but that's nah. I mean, is the, it the good thing about the dental tape is that it doesn't fray. But it's not as um, great at like getting it between your teeth. Mm. It doesn't have the I would uh, think... structural thickness. I see. But it is good for I would flicking think be shit out of your teeth. <laughs> I mean, at the dentist, that's what they give me at the dentist too. Oh, they don't give me the string. Gotcha. But they give me like a very small amount. I keep that in my car for flossing. Uh, at the dentist. When you feel the urge on the road, you pull yes. over, get your dance on. <laughs> I got a floss, baby. Do, 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 do. Um, okay, fair enough. So let us know, ladies and gentlemen out there listening, how do you floss? What is your flossing? I have a, I have a similar question we can discuss. Yeah, sure. I just saw on Twitter. I mean, it's similar okay. in that it's Let's hear it. an asinine thing, but is an interesting debate. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, let us know. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let us know your flossing preference. 
Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod, or shoot us an I email gar- at the bro pod network. I guarantee you no one uses as short a string. They may not use a full 18 inches, but I, it's possible. It's probably somewhere between eight I, and I want to see that's fine. I want to wrap if, around their finger. No one holds I want to see if the answer style. is eight to nine or 10, and then we can say it's a draw because it's right smack in the middle of what we both do. But go ahead. What'd you How see on Twitter? Right smack in the middle. All right, 10 to 11 inches is right smack in the middle. Okay. Um, so yes, this person asked on Twitter, and it, the response was 50-50. They did a, a poll or whatever. If you want the air conditioner to be set to a lower temperature, would you describe this as turning it up or turning it down? So if it's currently 70 and I want to set it to 65... I am turning yeah, down the air conditioner. Okay. No one... Here's why. Yes. I don't even have to think about it. Turning <laughs> up the AC... I understand that what anyone that would vote that way is saying, well, but you're you're blowing out more air. You're turning up the intensity of the air. Yeah, but you don't think about it that way. You're just thinking about... It's, it's fucking 2022. It's a thermostat with a number. Is the number higher or is the number lower? If the number is lower, it's going down. You're turning it down, the air conditioner. You're not turning up the AC. I, now, I agree if you, with you. Hang, for on, the most hang on, part, hang on, hang on. However, if you live if you live in a non thermostat home and you have a window unit, which 15 years ago, 18 years ago, I did, and it was warm, I would say, hey, let's turn up the AC by literally cranking it from low to medium or high. But in a thermostat situation, you are turning down. The air conditioner. Go ahead. I feel that way most of the time. However, I will say if it's, say, whatever, 72 degrees in my house and my spouse is like, it's too cold in here. Can you turn down the AC? I'm fucking freezing. That's how she would phrase it. Meaning, can you make it warmer? Turn down the amount of cold air blowing out. I I don't feel like it's... <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't feel like, like it's unequivocal. No, I, I, I honestly don't really know what I say. I'm, I'm usually like, it's fucking hot. Can we turn down the AC? I, I think I go to your thing. If it's too hot, I want to turn it down to be colder. Yeah. If it's too cold, I would say let's turn it up to make it warmer. But I could see myself saying the other thing. If it were too cold, be like, can we turn down the AC because it's too cold? It's blowing too much cold air on me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I feel like heat, you would always say, can we turn up the heat to make it warmer and turn down the heat if it's too hot? we got to turn up. 100%. But AC is different for some reason. Cause Shouldn't be. It's the opposite. <laughs> yes, AC is the opposite turning from up, heat. That's true. Turning, no, but I'm saying turning up the volume. <laughs> makes it colder whereas turning up the volume of heat makes it warmer so it's a natural corollary whereas ac is kind of opposite so you can sort of say it either way Hmm. yeah i'm trying to think about any other parallels like uh there really aren't any yeah if there were some opposite sound you could could turn up the radio or something yeah yeah right Turn down that radio. I want to dance hard to this song. What? That doesn't make any sense. Turn down for Turn what? it down. 
Yeah. So Turn down <clears throat> I think we're stuck with the one example that we have there. That is interesting. And you say it was 50-50. Is this like six votes or is this like 6,000 votes? Um, I don't know if they show the vote. It's an image. Oh, 1,600 votes. Okay. So it's I mean, good. 1,633. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they could have just captured it. It was 50-50, but not, not a small sample size. Right. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? And the person who... So someone asked it, and then someone, I guess, reposted that tweet and said, insane, leaves me despairing our ability to inhabit a shared reality. And then that person, I think she, said, not accepting replies from sickos who would say, turn down the AC and expecting the space to get cooler. So clearly... That person <laughs> thinks he should say turn up, which is sort of the opposite of Clearly. what we're talking about. Yes. So strong feelings on both sides. Every idiot has an asshole and, a, and an opinion. So here we are. Um, okay. Any other imponderables you want to kick the show off with? or? Uh, you <laughs> no, wanna... I thought that was a good one, though. No, that is a good <clears> one. <throat> Twitter question of the week brought to you by Todd. We should do sure. this every week. You, okay. you troll around on Twitter probably I mean, 900 times more than I do. So, I Actually, um, I haven't been on Twitter much, but now I'm, I've been on it a lot today just because of NBA free agency. Oh, right. A lot going on. NBA free agency period hath kicked. Um, y- your, uh, your boy is, has caused some dis- discordance and... Uh, <clears throat> well, they've been talking about various trades for the Lakers for weeks, if not months now, you know, including Kyrie, including getting rid of well, Westbrook, signing and trading. Oh, Kyrie did resign with the Nets? I didn't see that. Yes, but so I guess you haven't heard Kevin Durant has asked for a trade. That's the big news. Well, yeah. That's- Setting setting the world on fire because he's tired of Kyrie's bullshit. I assume because the big three was there for thirty five games together, <laughs> didn't win shit, and now it's like, well, this is stupid. Why am I paying higher in- state income tax? Let me go play in Oklahoma City again, or Florida or Texas, where I have no uh, income tax. He, his preferred his preferred locations that he's listed so far are Phoenix and Miami. Phoenix seems uh, weird to me. Miami. Phoenix makes a is never going to happen. Phoenix would have to give up Devin Booker, probably Chris Paul, or what's his name, the big dude. Like, how is Phoenix not Aiden. blowing up their team to get Kevin Durant? Yeah, DeAndre. Well, Aiden. they're probably not going to sign Aiton, so they could trade Aiton. It would have to be Aiton and like four million Six picks, players. I guess. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, picks. Sorry, not players. And then Miami, I, I don't know, Miami seems like they've been a solid so. team for we'll a number see. of years now. I, yeah, right. Um, I know he started his career <laughs> in Seattle, but he ain't coming back to the PNW. Um, but Miami seems like a solid team. I don't know why they would blow it up just to get, I mean, I get it. Once in a generation because player, but once a generation player who clearly has no, <laughs> but he has no allegiance to his team. So once you, it's, it's similar to what LeBron's True. fucking done to the Lakers. Like, Lakers gave up picks until 2042 to get LeBron and AD. And now AD's on half a leg. LeBron never wanted to be there. I mean, I I understand they got one ring, but 
it's a ring with an asterisk, and now the team is going to be decimated. Any team would give up whatever you ask for to get Kevin Durant, though. Would you, though? What if you didn't give a future with a a core of four or five players? Would would Golden State give up something to get KD? Again, give up Draymond and Clay? Maybe. I mean, he doesn't want to go there, so they're probably not even like. I know he doesn't, but we're, we're speaking there. hypothetically. I'm saying a team they with a lot would. of success and a good core. But they, like, I'd say they give up Draymond and Clay. They're not going to give up Steph, but they they don't have like another. Like they don't have a ton Jordan of Poole. young talent. I mean, yeah, they'd give up. Fuck yeah, they'd give up Jordan Poole for Kevin Durant. Are you kidding? In a second, I just. I don't think the Warriors think about it like that. Let's let's run it back is what they're thinking because they just fucking want a ring. Why would they do that? Maybe. Which is why I picked them as my example, obviously, because that's but you know I mean would would Milwaukee give up uh, Drew and Middleton for Kevin Durant? Hell yeah, they would. Give up everything but Giannis. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I would be surprised if they wouldn't. Look, Kyrie, I love him. He's a Duke graduate, but he's a fucking head case. It's pretty clear. I don't think KD's yes. that far behind. KD has had his interesting. Yeah, but he's in his career he's too. a head case, but he's it's not Kyrie. I mean, I don't think Kyrie's a head case. I just i I can't tell if he really wants to play basketball. He's so a much. flat KD, earther, man. Like KD I, I, loves to I'm play sorry. basketball. Like he'll be whiny about stuff, but he wants. He to does. Play. He plays summer league. He does all that stuff. I know he plays all year round. Kyrie, he's fine not playing or playing. He doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably true. So, any other blockbusters so far? I've I forgot today was the first day of free agency. I've not been paying any attention. Um, I think. Uh, or is it tomorrow? Is it today? It? I think. It's to, I think it was today. Okay. I think Jalen Brunson is going to the Knicks. Is that his name? Jalen Brown? The guy from the no. Celtics? No. From Oh, Jalen Brunson. Then yes, that is him. Okay, so not newsworthy. Yeah, I mean they gave they signed into like a four year near max deal, I think. God. I guess not near max, hundred and ten million dollar. Uh, he'll survive. I mean, it's basically the deal that um, Ant got from the Blazers. A little more. But... What else you got? Yeah. That, I mean, the uh, Durant was the big one. And nothing's happened yet, but he's asked for a trade. Yeah, it's all talk. I'll talk until something happens. Well, stay tuned here in the BroPod to find the latest and greatest on uh, the NBA trades and updates. Todd will be blowing up our Twitter with uh, the the Blazer-related trades. And then he'll talk shit about the Laker-related moves as well. The underscore bro underscore pod. Check it out. Um, okay. Well, that's something. That's... Yeah, the Nets could be decimated by next year. They came in as championship favorites this year and they might be basement dwellers next year. 
Welcome yeah, to the I NBA. saw somebody was like, or I was listening to a podcast where like they got screwed when they had Prokhorov as their owner and they gave up all their picks. And now, very true. I mean, Katie's asked to leave. Like their team could be maybe an yeah. eighth seed with Kyrie, and who knows if uh, uh, what's his face leave and play. Oh, give his name, the Australian uh, dude. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Who knows? Like they have other players on their team, but no one like. I mean, obviously, like I said, if anyone would trade for Kevin Durant, that's a huge loss if you lose that talent. And who but again, knows how they many could games get, Kyrie would play? They'll get something in return for KD. Yeah. So, but it it'll be. Depends. I assume it'll be one or two players, not nearly as good, and mostly picks. And mostly picks. And a truck full of cash. Because that's if you're good enough that you, do. or if you are adding KD, you don't want him to be the only, you're not rebuilding with KD. Right. You know I mean, you want to add him to at least one or two other decent Some players existing and pieces. fill in whatever yes. else you can. Correct. Because KD wouldn't accept a trade unless that was the scenario. He's like well, he does, to a rebuild. He's, he's already signed for four years, so it's not really up to him. Well, that's true. I mean, that's they can take point. whatever... They, I'm sure they don't want to screw him over, but they don't have to do it. Like he's asked for a trade, they can be like, "Fuck you, you're going back to Oklahoma City." They have a million right. picks, and we we're gonna take them. That'd be sweet justice. He and Harden should go back there. Harden's <laughs> not they doing shit Westbrook in Philly. Too. Yeah, sure. Why not? Pay him the forty-two they don't, they don't million have salary to send out for those three dudes. No, no, they don't. <laughs> Not even close. All right, so NBA free agency is uh, large and in charge. Todd's guzzling on a DC there in Studio yep. C. Um, by the way, this is a this is a sneak peek to next week's show. I purchased. I was at the grocery store yesterday and I found a Mountain Dew Zero Spark. Have you Ooh. had Spark before? What color is it? No, I haven't. It's it's pink. I think it's like a raspberry lemonade or something. Mm, um, I'd be interested. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. There's a section in the grocery store that I always go by that is where they sell like 20 ounces for like $2.50. Monster and energy go get drinks. A two liter for like $1.25. So I've never understood why anyone buys that other than the fact that it's cold, I guess. Um, but yes, they have the Monster. They have the Red Bull. <laughs> But they also have Coke, Pepsi, like the standard products. Um, and I, I always, when when Pepsi came out with Pepsi Nitro, I'm sure you've seen the ads for it. I wanted oh, yeah. to try a Pepsi Nitro Smooth. just because, yeah, it's an intoxicating commercial. It's got a nice song to it. And it looks like an interesting What's beverage. Song? I don't know. I don't remember the song. <laughs> I don't want to sing it because Spotify will pull this podcast down. But um, And it's got, a, uh, it's got an interesting sure. look and probably flavor and texture to it and i really wanted to try it and i've looked every week at that spot and they my local safeway does not have pepsi nitro so but i still go by there and peek just in case and it's right by the bread and i almost always need to buy bread and when i went yesterday i was like what the hell is this not only is it pink so it stands out but it's a zero beverage well this i must try so i bought one the reason it's a sneak peek and a tease is because I'm currently, in case you can't tell, a little under the weather and therefore congested. 
And so I can't taste shit. So um, it's just sitting in my fridge, chilled, ready to go. But by next week's show, I hope to have tasted it and I'm ready to give the full review on uh, Mountain Dew Zero Spark. Spark. So if you happen to come across one in your many travels here over the next few days. Um, yeah, I'm definitely down to Spark. At a gas station near you. Just keep your eyes peeled. Could, it feels definitely feels like a summer beverage. I mean, look, every Mountain Dew beverage has that sort of summertime color to it year round. But um, I don't know. Antifreeze is the san- standard color. So nothing says summertime like antifreeze. Um <laughs> I mean, it's also quite the opposite. But anyway, yeah, I know. So, yeah, there you go. Um, So, yeah, that's coming up in in next week's, or whenever we do the next show. Probably next week. We like to do our beach show. It's kind of an annual tradition here where Todd has terrible audio and he's out on the deck. You're the one who keeps bailing on me. No, what I'm saying, next week we'll almost certainly do a show because you'll be at the beach, which I know you're looking forward to. Um, Sweating to the oldies. So, yeah, we won't talk about the beach. There's nothing to talk about there. Um, what we have, that was your, your leather chair. You keep making, the noises keep coming. I know you can't hear it, but that's really gross. Um, but what we have not yet discussed, <laughs> and before we even start the discussion, spoiler alerts, if you have not yet seen this season, or really any season, of HBO's hit dark comedy, Barry, you're not going to want to listen to the next four to 38 minutes of this podcast. I'll put in the show notes when we stop talking about it. But um, So yeah, you've been forewarned. But season three of Barry ending... By the way, the, the yeah, exactly. The chef's uh, you kiss. You have to remind me what happened since it ended Get three weeks ago. Get the out of here. Well, let's just start at the end. Barry is arrested. He goes to try to kill... The guy who, um, what's the Fonz's character? Cousineau. Cousineau. He thinks Cousineau is going to kill this guy because Cousineau is outside this guy's house with a gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turns out it's the house of Cousineau's, yeah, it's his, it's her father. And so Barry walks in. I honestly had forgotten what had happened because it's been so long since I watched it. Sneaks up behind the guy, and then I thought it was a dream, but apparently it seems like it was a real thing. He is bombarded by about a dozen SWAT team members who come in, and and the end of the season is him getting arrested. So my question is, where does season four start, and where do they go with the storyline if Barry is arrested? Does he somehow get out in the first episode? Is he in jail the whole time and it's trying to prove some level of innocence or they're trying to prove that he's been a murder-for-hire guy and they struggle to do that? Like, what what are your thoughts on how the story of Barry continues? No idea. I hadn't thought about it. Great insight. I mean, um, they, no, yeah. no, seriously. I... I assume they, I mean, it could be in a lot of interrogation. They could uh, have, um, what's the, Albert? Is that the name of his friend? He sort of asks him to to knock it off. Albert? He has some Barry's uh, friend. Asian 
guy. Who oh. Was, yeah, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember that guy's name. Doesn't matter. We'll go Is, with Albert. Didn't he lead the, the SWAT team? He led the investigation. I don't know if he was leading the SWAT team or not. The guy who met him up on the hill when he was yeah. burying the body and said, you got to stop. Yeah, he's the investigator. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. His name is... Fucking His name is not fucking. It's something like Albert. His name is... He's got like a Boston accent too, which I thought... That just sounded strange. Yeah. Coming out of his mouth when he first appeared. First day, let's see. I was not expecting that. But yeah, he's a, he's a buddy from... Of course, I go to the one website that doesn't Just go to IMDb, you fucking idiot. He go, he's, he's his buddy who he, I guess he saved his life in, you know, Afghanistan or the yeah, Persian Barry Gulf. Yeah, Barry saves his yeah, life. Yeah, Barry saved his, this guy's life because Barry was a a medic. Or called upon the medic. I don't know. The guy got shot. Barry was right there. Saved his life. The guy still has the scar, which they make sure it's very prominent. Um... And, uh, yeah, so that's, there's clearly a relationship there. What the, f- is, wh- why is it taking you this long to find the guy's name? I, it's impossible to find. For go to IMDb, season three, pick any. Albert, his name is okay. Albert. You're right that's all along. Albert Nguyen. Yes, so Albert. Now you don't remember what you were saying. Um, oh, I was saying, I mean, next season could be like, there could be a lot of interrogation. He could meet other people inside prison and work with them to sort of either spring him or it could fast forward. You know, there's been a trial. Barry is acquitted. Got off yeah. for whatever reason. Maybe they flash back to some of that and he's, you know, because there, there's other characters. So Sally has left she's going back home to joplin she's done with barry but that relationship i assume will have some sort of rekindling by the way maybe by the way, let's she not finds it interesting to be involved with someone in prison possible let's not skip over the incredible turn in sally's career that happened in the final three or four episodes where her show got can- like it was for a second it was a big hit then it got canceled then she called her former assistant an ever-loving cunt or whatever in the elevator. She was filmed doing that. That went viral in her career in Hollywood, essentially. She went she, from the highest highs. fake apology. Right. She went from the highest highs to the lowest lows. All of her agents and managers dropped her. And, yes. That she murders someone who's trying to and kill her. And then she her. murders someone who's trying to rape her and Brutally kill her. in a podcast sound Yeah, booth. which was awesome. I don't think he was trying to oh, rape no. her. I, I never got that part of that. I thought he was. I don't remember. Um, he was just choking her out. Right. I don't think he ever Yeah, I think you're right. Her which, second. by the way, the fact that it was done in that podcast booth But she's a victim of abuse, so it's amazing. a pattern of... Yes. Correct. Anyway, I just wanted to... Bring that up. That her her her, her whole arc. Yeah. So was there's awesome. Sally, Sally Noho, Fuchs. I mean, it could be that Fuchs sort of recount recants his story and gets Barry out, and then has you know Barry feels like he owes him. Cousineau 
it seems like he's been sort of talked over into telling truthfully what happened by Janice's father, mm-hmm. but he's an unreliable witness for sure. Right. Um, no ho Hank, like maybe he can pull strings to get him out or something. He, and maybe Barry <laughs> escapes to <laughs> Colombia, Peru, wherever they were. Yeah. Bolivia. Yeah. Yeah, that whole storyline. That scene where, uh, where Noho Hank's lover is trying to be like uh, uh, shocked out of being gay by his, oh, right. wife, by his wife with a yeah. male dancer. And uh, Barry or, uh, Noho kills both of them. Another great scene. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, there's no way they're, there's no way they're not going to have Noho Hank in the next season. Of course. So they can't. I mean, I mean, it certainly could. No, but he'll if, be there. I would imagine it would make it hard to have all those characters if Barry's in jail. But I also, I, I listened to a podcast where, they, so they, on The Ringer, they have this thing called the Prestige, Prestige TV. And every, after every Barry episode, they interviewed Bill Hader. Oh, And they did it after the finale. And they've already started writing season four. But I think, or they were working on it, I think he was saying it could be that Barry's less of a focus in season four. But clearly, he's going to be part of the show. So, right. I don't know. I mean, it it could be one of those things where there's a lot of it is just separate storylines, and then how those things work together. Yeah, and happen. I don't. What are you thinking? Like, what are your thoughts about how season four? My thought takes is that off or lives. I I don't see it being becoming like Oz, um, where it's Barry in jail. You know, I <laughs> I just don't see that being the story. I think you you gave some possibilities there where either either it's a flash forward like we see him in jail you know they 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 resolve where it ended so you show him getting incarcerated but maybe you, you do a five years later kind of thing or um i don't i don't see a breakout from jail happening um maybe noho hank is involved yeah somehow, it's, but, but it 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 does seem like if they flash forward, though, are they going to flash forward? Like, he's not going to get five years. I mean, presumably right. for murdering at least one person, and maybe, like, they have him for, you know, 20. Well, but no, no, no. I, I, I think if they do, like, a five-year flash forward or a two- or three-year flash forward, it just means that he was never incarcerated. Because one, one of the keys of Barry's character throughout the entire show is he's very good at his job. So... Fuchs is the only connection to these yeah. murders. So maybe Fuchs is eliminated and suddenly what do they have? They have no evidence of Barry murdering anyone. They have a thought. I really thought Fuchs was dead. When was it that I think it was the episode where he goes to when he gets shot by the, the bikers. <clears throat> oh, right. That he's laying out in the desert. I thought, I thought for sure he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> That was a few few episodes before the finale, before he finds a woman who nurses him back to health yeah. in the exurbs of L.A. He's like, I love it here in your country. He's like, we're in L.A. Yeah, man. no, like a Starbucks just over the hill. <laughs> great line. It's, uh, I obviously, as someone who's lived in L.A., the Santa Monica Mountains are like a different country, essentially, which I, I, I think is what they're trying to say he is, but it's not that remote. Like... They're still made like I don't know where they actually shot that, but I don't think that was actually shot in where they were saying that he was. But but yeah, it is pretty funny. 
Yeah, but whatever. You get the yeah, point. It seems like he's in Chihuahua, Mexico or something. It's like, no, <laughs> you're, you're 10 minutes outside of downtown LA, you idiot. Oh, all right. Awesome. Um, well, they didn't say it was that close. It could have been, you know. I know. I know. Over the hills and far um, away. But, but yeah, so I, to, to kind of give you an answer to the question, I think it's very possible that, you know, first half of the season maybe is is, is a trial and he's he's acquitted because they can't prove anything. Like, either Kusno is too scared to admit what he knows or that's that has no teeth, there's no evidence there. Again, Fuchs is somehow out of, not in play. And once you take Fuchs out of it, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's how Noho Hank gets involved. He, he like, threatens Barry him. uses him to threaten yeah. witness intimidation sure. or whatever. The least threatening person in the world, Noho yes. Hank. <laughs> um, Indeed. But, I mean, he obviously can and will kill people if, if it's important to him. He's proven that. Absolutely can and will. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think they'll turn it into a courtroom drama, but they, you know, they change where the show is. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not really about Barry acting anymore. So they can, they can go, obviously, any different way. Um, I think they did say, like, he has said, like, one of the main points of the show is to show that, like, um, like violence changes things, and you can't really escape it. So. He's not going to like turn the other leaf and be no, be forgiven and healed. That's fair. So there will definitely be some dark elements some, and well, and whatever happens next. It season. is a dark comedy. There'll be some penance yeah. for sure. But I gotta say, this season was fucking amazing. So that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say to kind of recap. Oh, we never talked about the the action packed episode where he actually was chased by the bikers. I think you had not watched that yet. That. I had not. That episode was pretty amazing. Yeah, no, that was good. the The motorcycle scene. Yeah, just zipping through the cars and like. Yeah, and j- <laughs> losing people. Those motorcyclists going up on the roof and right. Yeah, that was crazy. shooting them down <laughs> off of there, and the shooting people inside. Into a, yeah, in like, a car dealership. Oh, let's go back inside. <laughs> Very randomly. <laughs> Yeah, that was from a cinematography perspective too. I don't want to get too nerdy here, but some of those scenes where they were shooting it from the perspective of you looking back at the bikes coming down the what I think was the I ten or the four hundred five was just I don't know. It was that's one of those episodes. I I I think you said before that you tend to watch the episodes more than once anyway. That's one where I went back and watched it again because I was just so impressed by like how are they shooting this because they're. I think he said they really did it. They had the bike on a dolly and they were actually it. going through cars like that. I totally believe it. And he said he was so scared that somebody was really going to get hurt. Of course. Of course you are. I mean, I was nervous watching that, just like watching them lane split at like what seemed like 70 miles an hour. Well, and it's just on fucking motocross bike. It's just so funny because he's like in a, he's going to that, what he thought was a dinner party. It turned out to be when he got drugged, but, um, you know, he's just going to a night out, like he's wearing a blazer and he picked up the, uh, what was it, the, the, the cookies or the cakes or whatever from that, that oh, baker. The yeah, the beignets. <laughs> That's a whole other, that character was hilarious too, by the way. But um, Yeah, that character is amazing. And, but then he's going 95 in between cars down the interstate wearing, 
you know, wearing these clothes like he's going to a dinner party and being chased and shot at. And then the guys try to shoot him like from the top of the A-team looking van and just miss. And That's shoot the guy that cars. ended up choking Sally because I had forgotten, you know, he killed basically everybody else. I forgot that guy was still out there. Yeah. Until yeah. the finale. Yeah, he was the guy. Um, he got his comeuppance in the podcast studio. But yeah, that was... Um, that. I think it was the end of that episode. He had been given the drugs. And like he falls off... The, he realizes what's happening right before he falls off the chair. And it's just like choking or whatever. And I think that's when the episode ended. And the next one picked up. But that's a perfect example. And this show does it all the time. Where like the second an episode ends, it's like... I. I gotta watch the next one. I gotta see what happens, which is why, yeah, which yeah. is why I don't hate building up two or three in a row because I know that's gonna happen. Yeah. So at least I get really some satisfaction. Nice to watch like three or four episodes in a row. Yeah, yeah. And if you're just now jumping into it three seasons late, this is July Fourth weekend coming up. Watch the whole thing. It's gonna be hot outside. Just stay inside. Ignore the fireworks. Watch Barry seasons one, two, and three. You can do it in a day without too much effort. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it keeps your attention for sure. So, um, but yeah, that was, that was impressive action. And as you mentioned, when you talked about this on the last show that we did, um, he tends to, he being uh, Bill Hader, he tends to have one of those episodes per season. Like the, the one, I guess from season one, or was it season two with the, the, the judo guy the and the girl on the, on the roof. roof. I mean, that was yeah, fucking yeah, that was insane. Like, just the <laughs> totally different tone, shot differently. Everything was different about it. Um, but still, it's still Barry. It's still that show. And it's still wildly entertaining to watch. Like, you don't care that other storylines aren't advancing or whatever. You can wait for next week. You're just so enthralled with what what's on the screen in front of you. Yeah, that's definitely, like, edgier seat episode, that one. I mean... The other ones were much more emotionally devastating and yeah. interesting, but that one just like full on, it's like an action movie in not the middle of the season, but you know, second right. half of the season. Right. Very much so. So, so I'm sure there'll be more of that at some point in season four as well, but who knows? You'll have to stay tuned, not only to the bro pod, but to uh, HBO max and keep up with, uh, with Barry. Now, do we know when that's being released? If you said they're just now writing, it's probably, it's going to be May sweeps of 2023, I would I mean, imagine. I assume it'll be next year, yeah. Which sucks. It was like a nine-episode season this year? Eight-episode season? Uh, I think it was eight. Yeah. It's rough to only get that much, but I understand it's hard to put out that level of content over and over and over again. So beggars can't be choosers, I suppose. But yeah, we will be, uh, um, I, yeah. in the, in the thing, um, in the thing, it was, uh, in the, in the podcast with Bill Hader, oh, yeah. I think he said he had written sort of the arc of the show for season four before season three was even written. So they definitely have an idea of where it's going. I got you. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we missed anything, any of the highlights. So Sally's gone. Cousineau is 
under the thumb of yeah they i mean it says here it'll probably happen yeah like you said may of 2023 that makes sense sucks but that makes sense because there was there was the delay between two and three because of covid right i knew that and that was fine a lot of things were delayed it'll probably be about a year i would guess all right so we sit back and wait See what Bill can deliver for us with the next season. No pressure, buddy. Buddy! Um, okay. So what else? What else is on your mind? Any other TV topics you want to talk about? Um, I've not yet watched Stranger Things, so if you have, we can't talk about that yet. Me either, yeah. Okay. I haven't watched the first part of season four or or the second part. I think the second part comes out tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, July July first. Yeah. So I'll have to catch up on that. In the not too distant future. Yeah, I was in Japan when the first part came out, and then I heard the episodes are really long and they're more intense than some of the previous seasons. So I just never started it. They're even longer in the part that comes out tomorrow, from what I heard. Like the final episode's like two hours, which is crazy. Is what it is. What else you've been watching, or do you want to watch? Um, we started watching. We haven't finished yet. We uh, own this city, the Balmer show. Oh, okay. That's good. Is it by the same guy who wrote The Wire? Um, but it's about the gun trace task force. It's, I mean, it's all true story. It's by this. It's based on a book by this guy, Justin Fenton, who is a reporter for the Baltimore Sun, uh, basically about corruption in the Baltimore Police Department. But it's like, it's interesting because it's ha- the stuff that they're talking about happened like around the time that I moved to Baltimore. <laughs> so oh. it's like, God damn, can't believe this shit's still going on. That must be it's not, reassuring. It's not a good look for the Baltimore, for the BPD. Oh, I'm sure Baltimore Police Department wasn't a big fan of The Wire either. Again, all essentially based in yeah, fact. Yeah, I mean that was fic- that was fictional, I understand. like made up characters. These are based on real people, I think, or maybe even actual named real people. Oh, this is the John Bernthal show. Okay, I heard about this. I heard him talk about this show in an interview. He's the the main guy. He's from The Walking Dead. That's where I know him from. So, uh, Wayne Jenkins is his character's name. Yeah. He's got a great Baltimore accent. Yeah, he's a good actor. Really? Top Baltimore. notch work on that. Yeah. Good. Not easy to do. It also has uh, Sue Ellen's love interest in there, who is also from Baltimore. Oh. <laughs> Sue Ellen Mischke. No, 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 not Sue Ellen Mischke. Sue Ellen from uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, Sue Ellen Dead. from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, Josh Charles is the guy's name in real life. Wow, that's a throwback. I told, Sue Well, he's from Baltimore. I told you I when I was in like when I was interviewing in Baltimore or something, I saw him sitting outside, and I was like, "Whoa, that's the dude from Don't Tell Mouth Babysitter's Dead." And apparently, he li- he's from Baltimore. So, by the way, I can only imagine if you'd gone up to him five years ago, whenever that was, six <laughs> years ago, and said. 
are you uh are you the guy from Don't Tell Mom? You sell Sue Ellen's boyfriend from Don't Tell Mom, the Babysitter's <laughs> Dead. Probably nothing in this world would have tickled him more than to have some random fucking mid forties or forty year old at that point in time dude walk up and mention that movie to him. Of all the stuff he's done, he's got sixty two credits. That's what you remember from thirty years ago. What? Well, what else has he done that's like famous? What's his name? His name is. Uh, what did I say it was? Josh Charles. Josh Charles. He had a show not that long after Don't Tell Mom called Traffic or something. Where he literally just watched. Oh, he was in Dead Poets Society? Yeah, he was in Dead Poets Society. Sports Night was another one. It was a playoff of uh, Sports Night. Oh, yeah. Center. Sports Night. He was, he was good in Sports Night. He was on In Treatment. What was that? Yeah, it's actually had a. Pretty, He's had a decent career, uh, healthy career. That's what I'm thinking of, I, I thought I swear it was called Traffic. Oh, he was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't remember him in that there show. There you go. There you go. Interesting. He's been in a lot of shows. Yeah. Good for him. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> and you could have met him, but you didn't take advantage. Yeah, don't tell mom is 31 years old today. I don't like bothering people. I don't either, but you got to strike while the iron's hot, man. Come on. That's a rare opportunity. It's funny that he was in Dead Poets Society, too. Well, that, that was literally his second credit. Like, it's not surprising that you don't remember him from that. I will get. I mean, I, I'm looking at a picture, and he definitely looks like somebody who's in it. I'm sure he's just one of the people in the class. I will. I will give him. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I'll, too. I'll give him credit, though. Assuming the picture I'm looking at is fairly recent, the dude has not aged much in 30 years for someone who is a teenager. Yeah, and I mean, in that show, he looks pretty much the same. Like maybe put yeah. on 10 or 15 pounds. Right, but just like the sort of weight that people put on as they get older, not like sure fat, but just like sure faces filled out and he's a little more wrinkled, but mostly looks the same. Right. If you click on that second photo, you can see him in We Own This City. There's a picture of him in a BPD uniform. He looks. I mean, his hair is grayer, but he looks mostly the same. Here we go. So the movie I'm thinking of is called Pie in the Sky. A whimsical saga of a young man whose two life-consuming passions are unraveling traffic gridlock and an avant-garde dancer. Did not do well. That sounds I can't imagine. The poster is very unusual. It's him and I assume the female lead, like about to have a warm embrace, and then a large picture of John Goodman in the background, smiling. So I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Looks like he's wearing a Babe Ruth uniform. Um... Anyway, What's the movie called? Pie in the Sky. Yeah, please look up that poster. So that what year is that? 90, uh, 95. So not that long after Don't Tell Mom. You see the poster? Now, hold on a second. I was trying to find oh. it. <laughs> Whoa. It's just, that looks weird. It's just yeah. like a non sequitur picture of John Goodman. I mean, sure, you put John Goodman on a poster, it's going to sell more tickets, I would assume. But I, I can't imagine this doing well <laughs> in, the, in the box 
box office. It's just a really stupid looking poster. <laughs> and literally the write up. Yeah, is but I mean, the movie was made in 95. It's him and Anne Heche. Oh, is that Anne Heche? Is she, is she the female lead? I didn't even scroll that far down. You're right, she is. Yes, she is. Great actress. Acting like she liked him. Anyway, never saw it. I remember it came on HBO. I was like, oh, that's the guy from and I never watched it. Because I really don't care that much. I thought it was a show. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Sports Night was probably his biggest biggest hit. But yeah, he's he's been a successful working actor for a number of years here. He's on The Good Wife for 108 episodes. I've never seen that show, but it sounds like a CBS show, which means he probably, probably got paid his, a mint to do that's it. That's probably his biggest hit. Yeah. I mean, by number of episodes alone. That show was is. on forever. Yeah. So he's... That paid the mortgage of two of his three houses for sure. Um, anyway, all right, Josh Charles, shout out. Proud sponsor of tonight's show, his career. Um, what else was I going to ask you about? Have you seen the uh, the soda challenge? Did we talk about this? Jamie and I did it on the other half podcast about a month and a half ago. It's where you take... Maybe you mentioned it to me. It's where you take, uh, we did it with Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and then we had one mystery drink, one mystery soda. The only rule was we got we each got one for each other, and the only rule was we had to have had it before. So like... Oh, it's just a blind taste it's just test? A, but, but it's a blind taste test, so we made our own box and like poked holes in it, put the straws through, and you're supposed to taste it one through six and say which is which. Um, now, full transparency, I got two of the five main drinks right, which was very disappointing. And then I got the brands correct, yeah, but I, I, I got it mixed up. And then um, for my... I feel like I could get all the non-mystery drinks, no problem. I've, I was... Incredibly confident as well, but there was a... Wait, so Coke Zero, Diet Coke, what were the Diet Pepsi and Pepsi, or...? Yeah, Coke, Pepsi, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, and Coke Zero. I know there is a Pepsi Zero, but I don't think I've uh, ever okay. had it, or if I have, it's like once, so I didn't, we didn't even bother with Pepsi Zero. And then a mystery drink. I feel like Diet Pepsi tastes more like Coke Zero than... Oh my god. Then Diet Coke tastes like Coke. I don't think this is saying something because we've been doing this show over five years. I don't think I've ever disagreed with you more with the statement you've said. Um, But that's fine. I think Diet Pepsi tastes like death. Coke Zero is too sweet, and Diet Pepsi also tastes too sweet. Mm. Yeah, but Pepsi has a very distinct flavor. Yeah, gross. Fair enough. Um, anyway, mine was, uh, what I got for Jamie was Squirt. You ever had Squirt? Ooh, I like Squirt, yeah. I had one the other day. Yeah. I didn't realize until I bought it, Squirt is a grapefruit-flavored beverage. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I never pieced that together. Welcome to the world. Um, she did not get Squirt. I mean, it's citrus. Yeah, but, it's, yeah. but it says, I mean, the, the label says grapefruit-flavored. What did she guess? 
like she guessed diet or seven no she or guessed um Mellow Yellow. like a Mountain Dew variation like Baja Blast or something like she was she was pretty far off she wasn't close but she later complained yeah, that, that she'd that never off. had Squirt before I'm like how could you have never had Squirt before that sounds sacrilegious I mean you clearly pick something she <laughs> probably hasn't had it in multiple well, years. I fucking make it easy. Like this isn't regularly. a layup. I was trying to make it difficult. No, but and I succeeded. You could have done like Crush, Sunkissed, something along those lines. And I consider that. I was all... Crush, Sunkissed. What's the other orange one? Uh, those are the two that I know of. Fanta. Oh, Fanta. Good old Fanta. Um... But she, like, I wouldn't be able to distinguish those three. I have no idea what. Yeah, I don't drink them enough to know like the difference. Oh God, no! I couldn't do that. Um, but she got me uh, cherry Seven Up, which is more of a holiday drink, and uh, I could not identify that either. I don't remember what I guessed, but it no, was way cranberry off. Seven Up is a holiday drink. Oh, you're right. You're right. So she got me the cherry Seven Up. Cherry Seven Up is anytime, baby. Well, clearly. Because we did this like in May. So, end of time, baby. Um, but yeah, it's I've I've recently, very recently, and again, we did this like a month and a half ago. I very recently have seen more videos online of people doing this. And I feel like I want to do it again. Um, and I would encourage you to do it as well. I'm sure your wife would not want to participate. You think you could, you think you could improve your results? She, she might... I feel very Handy confident. Stuff. She won't put it in a box. That's what but... I mean. No, I mean no. You need someone to, to. Well, yeah, I guess you could do it by yourself, but that's no fun. You have to make it a little competition. I just mean I don't no, think I'm she'd saying, do like, it. She could just. I could close my eyes. She could hand me stuff, and I could try it and say. Well, the other way I've seen it done is you take like a styrofoam cup, turn it upside down, and cover the label, and just stick the straw through the styrofoam cup. Because if they're all colas, you couldn't do the mystery drink that way. But if they're all brown colas. There's not enough of a difference to tell. People that claim they can look at it and tell are how foolish. Is, it. How is it that? How is it that a uh, a drink that so many people consume is brown? <laughs> I guess coffee is too. But it just sounds disgusting. I mean, yeah, it is. Plus, it's not, it's. But I mean, it's not like it's shit brown. It's just, it's. <laughs> it kind of is. It depends on what your shit looks like. Exactly. It's just a dark color. It's not... It's not like you look at it and immediately think... Catamel. Like feces. You know? That's no, not the immediate reaction. That. You yeah. said shit brown. No. He said brown. Like brown just gets a bad rap. Yeah. Nothing wrong with brown. Uh, eh. eh. You can work for UPS. Exactly. What can it do for me? I mean, we had a brown... Uh, what can it do do for me? We had a brown lazy boy chair for many years in our youth. Did you think of that as the shit chair? Do you not remember that? Dad's chair was brown, mom's no, was I remember. white. We had two we had a beige and no, hers was beige. beige. It wasn't white. Fair enough. They're both shades of brown. Uh, it's just not an attractive color. Yeah. It's not like an appealing color. I guess. Although most of my house is brown, I guess, because it's mostly wood. There you go. See? You start to realize. I had a conversation today about brown noise. You familiar with brown noise? 
Is that like a fart or? No, it has nothing to do with that. See? Negative connotation. I, I have heard brown noise, but I can't think of what it is. So you've heard Explain of you've me. heard of white noise. White noise is is just yes, shh, basically. Um, brown noise has more variation to it, but it's it serves the same purpose. It's just noise to kind of drown out any other extraneous noises. It's typically lower tones, where or lower frequencies, whereas white noise is higher frequencies. And it came up on a call it brown. I, again, poor choice, but I don't know. It came up on a work call with a guy who said he volunteered at a local animal shelter. And he was like, I recently installed speakers for the upcoming 4th of July weekend. He's like, we play brown noise during, you know, from like dusk until midnight. So the dogs don't get too upset by all the fireworks going off. I was like, huh. You know, I just said, oh, great. And then I was like, what the fuck is brown noise? I had to look it up. <laughs> but uh yeah so there you go learn something new every day here on the bro pod tell a friend brown noise and, and no according to a south park episode i think they call it brown noise would be a note that is played in a song that makes you shit your pants that is not what we're talking about here quite the opposite it has a more relaxing effect so don't get them confused Maybe. boys and girls could, I mean, it if could. Relax too yeah, much, if you got loose bowels or a loose sphincter, not even bowels. Well, if you have both, you're in trouble. Loose sphincter and loose bowels. Hi, yay, yay. Hoochie mama. Anyway, take you to Brown Town. Take you to Brown Town. Um, how do we get talking about that? Oh, the soda challenge. So give the You should give the soda challenge a try. But here's the reason I brought it up. Not only to mention to you that you should give it a try. I feel like we should do that with something else, too. I just don't know what. Like, what can you blindly taste that... You could do the uh, George Costanza candy bar challenge. candy bar lineup? Could do that. I, I literally but... saw, along the same lines, going with the singing with the beverages, I saw this lady do... She did, like, tap water, Aquafina... Dasani and Ice Mountain. I'm like, how the fuck? You have to be a, a bottled water connoisseur to have any idea the taste differential between sips of water. But this one was just nailing it. She did the soda one too. And then like there was a second video. She did the water challenge. She got them all right. That's phenomenal to me. But I, well, definitely I mean, if you do. drink a lot of bottled water, I'm sure you have an I idea. Get, I mean, I feel like, like Dasani has a bit of a flavor to it, but everything else I'm like, I don't know. It tastes like, tastes like water. It should. They should all taste the same. I don't. I don't. I don't drink bottled water, so I. Don't I typically know. don't either. We have we have a filtered water thing here, but. Um, so the candy bar lineup that is one that I had thought of, but again, it's it's tough because. For me, at least, I'm sure you're the same way. If I just look at certain candy bars, I can tell what they are. Specifically, if it's just a piece of a candy bar, so maybe it's like a blindfold situation. You just are handed a piece of a candy bar yeah. and you put it in your mouth. It's more a taste test. I mean, I can visually tell the difference between Milky Way, Three Musketeers, and Snickers because right. peanuts, caramel, nougat, right. and the lack thereof. Or just like, you know, Twix and Butterfinger. Um, but yeah. Like the width is totally different. If you're seeing the insides, that's totally different. The crunch. But they don't even taste the same. I know they don't, but that's that's the point. 
That's the idea. You want to get something that's very Butterfinger similar. Butterfinger has peanut butter in it. Twix does not. I understand that. So that's my point. What? What? It's a cookie crunch. It's the only candy bar with a cookie crunch. What would be the candy bars that you would use in, let's say, a five candy bar lineup that are similar enough? Snickers, I mean, the ones Milky I Way. I do. I do. Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Um, maybe Twix. And I guess Butterfinger seems too easy to me, but it's the texture is so different. It's very crunchy. I mean, you could do a uh, you could do a take five. Ooh. The problem is, like now they have made so many like alterations. Like there's a take five peanut butter and like. There's right. Milky Way Dark. You know what I mean? There's like a, you'd have to. I feel like you'd have to stick to more standard versions just to keep it fair. Not. Oh, like I, those, I agree. Like, subgenres. No, I agree completely. That'd be the old school version. Let's pretend it's 1960 all over again. New versions of the old, the old candy bars have not been invented. I mean, yet. you could do a Hershey bar, but again, the, the texture is is so much of the candy bar. It's hard to like. I mean, you, the thing that would be challenging think for a lay person would be wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute the implication there is that you're some sort of expert (laughs) in candy bars but yeah the the challenge would be and we actually did this i think we talked about last year be a baby ruth versus a snickers because they're basically the same ingredients Mm. to see if you can taste the difference because i i do you remember we tried that taste test with like me, my my wife and I and did it with our father because mm-hmm. he had some baby roots just to see what the difference because I was like, what is the difference? And I think the baby Ruth has like whole peanuts where Snickers has like chopped peanut chunks. Yeah. And I, I think there's more nougat in the Snickers, but I can't remember if that's true or not. There definitely is because the baby Ruth is more like you can see all the shapes of a baby Ruth. looking. Yeah. A Snickers looks like a nice veined penis. Where's the baby Ruth? <laughs> you can see all of the the various topography of the the. I think we have a show title. Peanut butter roll. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest difference. There's probably more chocolate in a Snickers as well. But I think what you'd have to do, because and they sell them like this, is get the bag of like the little bite size ones. Because if you lay them out out of the wrapper, you oh, yeah, probably wouldn't good. be able to tell the difference. Just sight unseen. I'd have to test that first, but yeah, Todd's volunteering, of course. I I I just don't know if they sell one that has no, I wasn't volunteering. The five yes, flavors, the five flavors we're looking for. I know most of them have Milky Way Dark, which is fucking stupid. But do they have one with Milky Way Snickers, oh. Baby Ruth, Take Five? I know they don't no, have that. Baby Ruth. They, I mean, because Milky Way, uh, Snickers. And three musketeers you could get, but Baby Ruth is made by somebody else. Yeah, that's the issue. I think Hershey's makes the other ones. I mean, if you did that, you could, if you did the minis, you could do it with like a a peanut butter cup or something. Right. But again, some of those things are just too different. But again, that shape is slightly different. Oh, here we go. I mean, it might be good for the... If you got the mini, like Hershey's, Mr. Goodbar, Crackle, 
special dark, although that seems really easy too. Okay, so here's what is currently sold. The grab bag is Snickers, Three Musketeers, Milky Way, Twix, and Milky Way Midnight, which is the dark chocolate version, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's no good. It'd be worthwhile. You could do that. But it's, I think it seems like it'd be easy yeah, to Yeah, the but, dark is know. way too obvious just by appearance alone. You'd have to do well, it closed still eye. You blindfold yourself. They're about yeah. the same size. You could cut and a Twix personally, in half. Personally, I think the Twix would be too easy, but who knows? 135 piece for 16 bucks. Not a bad idea. Seems like a delicious plan. Jesus. Actually, that is a lot, isn't it? 135 pieces. I can't tell. I don't know. I've never bought candy in bulk. Me and trick-or-treaters have never gotten along. 130. I mean, that sounds like a massive bag. And if it's $17, I sure as hell hope it's a massive bag. (laughs) Like, even at Halloween, the most you pay is like 10. Well, yeah, because that stuff's normally on sale then, too. Because they're trying to make sure they get rid of it all. Um... Yeah, these others are, we've talked about this, the various M&M varieties, just in terms of like grab bags. Mars, fun size. Uh, it's loading. M&M's, peanut M&M's, oh, Twix and Snickers, that's a weird combination. This is totally a Halloween bag, for sure. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Maybe we'll get one of those bags. I'll go to the grocery. Here's one that would seem a lot easier. Hershey's. York Peppermint Patty, Reese's, Almond Joy, and Kit Kat. I think if you just know what those are. I said Almond Joy. I think if you just know what those are, you could get those right. Is that how you pronounce the nut almond? Yeah, it's Almond Joy. You don't eat almonds? You eat almonds? almonds. No, you don't. Is that not right? We're the chipmunks. Almond Simon, yeah. Alvin, Theodore. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Yeah. I mean, it's Alvin, but... Yes, that's not how you say the nut almond, though. You say... You sure? Almond, not... Yes. Like you need to check your phonetic no dictionary. Almond. Almonds, yeah. Go for it. I love a good almond. Also, like to cook, uh, cook my meat with a little earl. Put some earl in the skillet. Throw the meat on. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it, son. That's how we do it. We're living the dream. All right. That's all I got. When do you guys leave for the bleach? Saturday, I assume. Uh, Saturday. Yeah. You got the... Uh, we still doing the sleeping in the closet for the kids? Uh, I'm trying to convince them to sleep on the fold-out couch this year, but... Time will tell. Uh, according to, to my younger daughter... Not sleeping on that dusty, crusty couch. <laughs> dusty, crusty, musty couch, I think she said. She's she's probably not wrong. I've not seen it in a number of years, but... <laughs> I was like, we'll take the cushions off. You can sleep on the sofa bed, which is probably grosser, honestly, than the cushions. But Most likely. You guys should wash it when you first get there. Wash the linens. Wash a mattress? No, not the mattress. Wash the linens. And then it'll be fine. The linens are are laundered. I'm not worried about that. Okay. So it is, it's just the mattress that you're worried about. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, nor would I expect anyone who's renting out a property to clean that. Would you? clean? How do you clean it? It's a fucking That's what I mean. That's my point. So, of course, it's gross. You just replace it, and it's definitely not been replaced. Yeah. yeah, well. I don't know how often it actually gets used, but. Fair. But I'm sure the couch is sat upon by large humans. I mean, I sleep on the couch. I've slept on the couch the past two or three years. It's not bad. You just sleep on the couch, right? Yeah. And like the couch in the main room, not that couch. Correct? There, there's only, they have two couches in the main room. There's no other couch. Oh, so one of those two is the one that folds out. I see what you're saying. They're they're both fold outs, I think. I got you. But you're just sleeping on the couch is the point. You're not folding it out every night. Yes. Yeah, well, shit, I've done that before, too. You just fall asleep watching the Christian Revival rock station on TV. uh, Decrossed. There's an decrossed. Up until, I think they actually replaced replaced the mattress in the second bedroom, but it's a full-size bed, which is just, when you've been sleeping in a king, is not enough. Untenable for two people. You've talked to me about that before. Just fall asleep hugging each other. And you'll. What size bed do you have? Uh, we have a California queen. What? That's not a thing. Similar to Caribbean queen, but without the hit song. So you have a queen size bed? Yes, we have a queen size bed. Okay. And it's plenty for myself, the wife, and the dog. We sleep comfortably. You should get a king-size bed. You'll never go back. In the current... Given the current parameters of the house, that would not work. So maybe when we move, we would look at getting a king. Are you moving? Again? What? No, I said if... Possibility? No. I said if we move... You said when. Oh, well, I mean, I assume we'll move eventually. I don't think this is my forever home for a number of reasons. But You lived in Simpsonville for a long time. But... I lived in Simpsonville for 12 years. What's your point? Actually, it wasn't even 12. It was 11 years yeah, you in Simpsonville. You didn't even own that house. I did not. I'm just saying you're not a, uh, you're not a quick, hey, quick upgrade. Hey, I moved to Denver and lived in an apartment for a year and then moved again. That's pretty quick. Lest you forget. And I had a bunch of shit, too. Did they kick you out? No. I wanted to buy a house, which I did. At just the right time. There you go. Thank you very much. Now is not the right time to buy another house. No. That's why I'm saying when, but not anytime soon. Plus, I just signed a new mortgage like a year ago. Refi, baby. Refi, baby. So, anyway. Um, somehow we went from talking about candy to my mortgage refi. What are you going to do? Refi, baby. Baby. Refi, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So next week we will do the pod, or Todd will be doing the pod from Studio O. And he will talk about. Studio B. Studio B2. All right, fine. Studio B2. 
I'm at the beach. Beach. Yeah, it's really stupid. There's 26 letters, Todd. Why you got to reuse one for the yeah, fourth? Studio after. O. Studio yeah, O. We'll thank. call it that. For the ocean. Um, studio O. He will recap how fun he, how, how much of a fun time he had at the water slide and what he shot at the putt-putt place. Exist. You guys going to play putt-putt? Putt-putt? Uh, maybe. It's supposed to rain a lot, so we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. It's supposed to rain a lot? It always rains a lot. It's The Carolinas in the summer, of course, it's going to rain a lot. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it'll probably rain like in the afternoon. My wife's like, if it rains, we're leaving. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking She's about. She's already looking for an out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, always. If it rains, well, it's probably going to rain on the way there. So what does that mean? We turn around? Like, I don't understand. Um, and I'm sure your daughters would be more than upset to leave the beach. Right? Yes, I agree. They love the beach? Okay, yes. that's my thought. Um, anyway, all right. So, yeah. Tune in next week. We'll talk about that. We will talk about my review of Mountain Dew Zero Spark. I'm definitely looking forward to that because I get to experience it just as soon as my sinuses clear out and I can taste things again. Um, and then we'll talk about probably more free agency stuff. Anything happened in the 85 minutes we've been doing the show on the free agency tip? I assume you have Twitter open. Um, yeah, was Jernowski open? Let's see. I do have it. Woj Narowski. Sorry, I mispronounced his name. I think that's technically how it's pronounced. Woj Bombs? No. I don't see anything else. No Kyrie to Seattle changes trades. Did you hear about that? They're talking about expanding two more cities in Seattle's one of the two. Have we talked about that already? I mean, I assume it would be Seattle and Vegas. Yeah. Vegas is 100% the other one, but it's so weird. Like all the stuff going to Vegas. I know there's a ton of people moving through there, but well, it's not even that. What's weird about it is it's not even that it's a built-in fan base. It's just a built-in sellout. It's not necessarily a built-in fan. I mean, it is because there's two and a half million people live in the, the valley where Vegas is, but it's a built-in sellout because people are always traveling to Vegas if they happen to be there or they can plan around All the corporate tickets and stuff and the corporate stuff. Yeah. Is out of control? So you're never not going to have a full house for any sporting event because there's always going to be hundreds of thousands of people there who could fill up that arena. The Raiders have sold out every game they've ever played. And so have the, whatever the hockey team is, the golden Knights. Like it's, Unbelievable. The only reason the baseball team isn't there is because it's fucking dangerous to be outside for an afternoon game in the middle of July when it's 111. And so I don't think baseball will ever do that. But the indoor sports are, uh, and, and you could, I guess you could play in a dome. I don't know for baseball, but I think that's frowned upon. Teams are trying to go back to natural environs, but. I don't make those sorts of decisions. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's... Seattle getting a team again would be pretty awesome. I think everybody would be a fan of that. And then if the NBA expanded again beyond that, yeah, bring down. back Vancouver. 
Why'd you take the team away from Vancouver? That was a dope-ass city. It is a dope-ass city. Still is. That's what I'd say. Haven't been there in a while, but I just mean that was a dope-ass city to have a team in any major sport. Now they took it away. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure hockey still has a, or Vancouver still has a hockey team, but I also don't follow hockey at all. So that could be total fabrication and totally incorrect. Who knows? Anyway. All right. Uh, We will let Todd go to bed because it's nearing midnight East Coast time. Um, But we thank you for listening to another episode of the Bro Pod, Scott and Todd. As mentioned earlier, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or requests, hit us up. That was Todd's chair again. I know it sounded like he just literally shit his pants, but he did not. Um, Hit us up on the slide into the DMs on Twitter or Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod. Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. And keep your eyes peeled for maybe a YouTube page in the not-too-distant future. I feel like we could start recording these inane conversations that we have and just throw it up there and see if it gets any additional traction. Who knows? Could be fun to try here or there. So be on the lookout for that as well. Um, But in the meantime, again, we appreciate you listening. We thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, and telling a friend. And until next week, everybody. Woo!